0: You are
1: live. And from we are Boudicca.
0: live. We're live. We're live. We're live. I think we are We're live. Here. Live from where? Live. Boudicca. coming to you okay. live from Boudicca. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to What's the happening? True Christian Ministry Podcast. Dun, 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 dun. I thought I had so much more inside. Yeah, we and need it. more for us. What is going on, guys? Yeah. Welcome back to the episode. I mean, to the episode, to the show. It's the new year. Happy New Year, man!
1: Happy, happy New Year, brothers and sisters. Welcome back. Amen. It's hey. been, uh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. We've, we've missed you. We've missed doing this. I've missed doing this. My, my mornings aren't the same without the podcast. <laughs> End up walking around outside at four thirty in the morning with nothing to do. So it's, it's a blessing. Good to see, good to see you all, um, and uh, let's get it, man. Let's get it. <laughs> happy birthday, happy birthday, all right, guys! Thanks, so I'm sorry, man. I'm also getting some
0: stuff situated over here because we are are going live on TikTok as well, as, as always. But we're actually doing it a little different than we normally do, uh, as some. On Streamyard, and I'm sorry, on not, not on Streamyard, on TikTok Live with uh, my computer and gaming and whatnot. So we're also going live this way as well. So they'll be able to see the Bible on screen for TikTok. So for the people that refuse to come over here and join us, JD, I'm giving them a way out. They're, they'll be able to see the Bible on screen, but they still won't be able to see you. And I feel like that's a strong benefit. Like you know what I mean? Like they're still, it's implied they should come over here and join us.
1: Yeah, yeah, but um Let's see. you you're giving them an art is is, is is you're just making it making it harder for people to come to youtube so so thanks for that mike thanks thanks I for giving them an art. i apologize jd but, I, this, this, despite telling them if you want to see the screen the comments turned see, off
0: they'll be able to see the Bible.
1: Man. ridiculous well everybody here is saying happy birthday jd thank you to everybody for the birthday wishes i appreciate it um no, uh, I am. Oh, I am my old. bad, bro. Yeah.
0: Oh, what should I say my bad, bro?
1: No, it's okay. Happy
0: birthday to JD. Happy birthday to you.
1: Happy birthday, bro. Thanks brother. Thank you, man. So how's everybody been? How was your holidays? How was your Christmas? How was your new year? Good to see all the, all the regular faces in the chat, so good to see you all. Selena, what's happening? Mel, what's happening? Shelly, what's happening? Andrew, Kira, what's going on? Carissa, what's up? Um, And yeah, you see all the the Daniels in the house. Nice. You're frozen. You are frozen. Is that just Mike or? Okay, it is Mike. Mike is super frozen. Mike keeps freezing. Yeah, Mike's gone, man. Welcome to the podcast <laughs> with just me and Frozen Mike. This is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens if you uh, if you give TikTok the the Bible when we've already told him to come over to YouTube. So we've lost Mike. <laughs> Mike's a popsicle. Um thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you so much, Lance. Appreciate you guys. Mike is a popsicle. Mike is the chosen frozen. <laughs> uh yeah, he's trying to do too much with the TikTok stream. That's it. That's definitely it. She just continue telling everybody to come over to YouTube. If you want to see the Bible on the screen, come over to YouTube. It's, it's that simple. Oh, well, there he is. He's back. I don't know. We had
0: an internet uh, carfuckle, funkle, puckle, whatever it is called, whatever the things are called. It's
1: messed up over here. Ah. So you've, I'm, you've I'm got trying. a new. My
0: internet's not playing with me today.
1: Mike Yeah, you Mikesicle. were solid frozen, bro. Yeah, oh, it was me. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was you. No, you were solid frozen, man. You were like,
0: yeah. There was a big lag at one point, so I thought maybe it was you because sometimes we have that lag. But it seems like the lag is gone. It seems like we're back on a normal situation here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, See, there we just we just good had good a comment. Man. I'm usually on TikTok, but it's so much better. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Akubia, well done, well done for coming over to YouTube. Mike's now trying to entertain the that TikTok heathen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're trying new things all at the same time but um real quick can the people on uh tiktok see what's going on over here because i'm about to turn your comments off um in the future i'll get this figured out
1: we are live Jesus.
0: on tiktok we are and facebook and youtube all right cool Man, I'm i'll figure just out up, how to turn yeah. the comments off go ahead jd pretend i'm not even here
1: so i don't know how new to do year it
0: i don't know how to turn the comments off with this service with the way i'm doing it
1: like this this is this is such a mic thing to do mike will try and figure things out minutes before live Ooh, time. there we go it's comments turn <laughs> <laughs> this is a pagano move bro <laughs> like three minutes before the stream starts what? oh i'm just gonna keep <laughs> <laughs> yeah i am making changes time. last
0: minute that are gonna affect everything <laughs> Hey, look, this is, we like to throw curveballs and have fun over here.
1: <laughs> like every time. <laughs> every time, every time, every time.
0: How is everybody doing today? That is all that matters.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, it's fix that We're just up. just going to go
0: live on YouTube today. 100th episode will be live on YouTube. I'll turn Whoop. it off on TikTok since that's causing such a, a issue. I thought that we'd be able to do it. Um, but it looks like it's not gonna work for me. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna hop off screen for two seconds and get myself situated over here. I'm gonna go back to the normal ways. JD, let them know what's in store this year and have a good time talking about some stuff for five, 10 minutes. Give me Man. a moment and I'll be right back.
1: Well, we've got we've got a lot planned. We've got a lot planned. So everybody that's that's been tuned into the true Christian podcast for the last year knows that we go everywhere. We're up, we're down, we're all around. We've got video very, reactions very coming up, we've got mock debates coming up. Obviously, we will have some awesome guests coming in and joining us discussing some um, extreme subjects. Um, I watched Mike's reaction video yesterday um, of the Christians versus ex-Christians. That was quite interesting. So if you haven't checked that one out, it is on last week. If you click on the true Christian podcast, you will see that episode A couple of days ago. So we've got lots planned. Again, also the mailbag episodes will continue where you guys can send in your questions and we can address those questions and answer them biblically um, as best as we can. And then obviously we are hoping and trusting that we can do many giveaways and help many people with Bibles and merch, etc. So again, all your questions, um, if, if this is your first time here, welcome. Please don't forget to like and Subscribe. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Mike's email, my email at the bottom of the page right now. If you have any questions or if you need any assistance with whatever you're going through in life and you just need someone to talk to, then please hit us up. Hit us up um, and we will respond to you as soon as we can. So it's a new year. I went live the other day on TikTok. For those of you who caught me on TikTok again, Um, this year, New Year, and I was just talking about how we, everybody comes up with New Year's resolutions or what do you want to do different this year? What's going to be better this year? But uh, the main thing I want us to stay away from as brothers and sisters in Christ is gossip and talking about other brothers and sisters in Christ, despite us not agreeing with them and not seeing eye to eye with them, we shouldn't fall into trap uh, the trap of gossip and speaking about them i did see that joy there is there is a tombs empty bro backup account on tiktok it is not me um so there's a few fake accounts of mine i've only got one account um so if you come across a tombs empty bro account it says backup or well, it's got a dot or a point or a number in you know, it. Whatever the case may be, it's not me. So I only have one TikTok account and I don't have any backup account. So if my TikTok page goes down, then you'll find me here. <laughs> I'm not going to be making four or five different accounts. So that's that's what's in store for this year. It's, it's so good to see all the regulars here um, in, oh, in the that. chat. It's so, so good. So I'll be honest so with you, back. I'm back.
0: Um, I had to turn off some camera stuff. So as many of you know, um, I've talked about how we need to. I need to upgrade my computer over here. So I was trying something different with a different computer. This is my Windows computer. And no, it just didn't work as well. But it is faster. But your volume, JD, is so low without the headphones that people on TikTok might not be able to hear you. But that gives them e- – we went from making TikTok easier to making it much more difficult. So you should be happy because now they're really – um being driven over here because it's like yo can you barely hear jd well come over to youtube
1: whoop you got your wish amen praise jesus baby.
0: it's it sounds like like legit like it's it sounds like this laptop's speaker is from a 97 like cell phone like i don't know why it does it sounds like this it's i can barely hear you
1: that sucks (laughs) <laughs> get your, get your, <laughs> it's like, if, if you can't hear me, that's a problem. If everyone else can't hear me, that's okay.
0: <laughs> no, they can all hear you. It's my computer, but I didn't want to sit here and have you doing everything by yourself because my computer decides to take a dookie. Uh Let me see. <laughs> Try it. Talk now.
1: One, two. Nope, still. Nothing. Still um, acting stupid. Oh, well. Selena can hear me fine. That's 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 all that matters. Selena can hear so that me. That means sorry. if
0: you're watching on TikTok, if you want to hear JD at his fullest, um, the way that you want to do it is definitely by going over to YouTube. I'm just gonna have to give up on my hopes to make uh, TikTok a better, um, a better, pr- a better platform tonight. It's keeping me 100% distracted. Uh, but I'm glad JD is here because if not, it would just be me literally over here, just like, uh, guys, give me a moment. Um, <laughs> hey, but I wanted to talk about tonight and the reason why I'm glad it's that this episode falls on New Year's Day is time because we are coming into a new year and time is like the number one thing as Christians that I think drives us into all types of issues, uh, shortness of time, stress of tomorrow and things as such, especially going into these years where things are getting worse and worse and worse. We need to be focused on today. Um, and this year being a year where we focus on today and not tomorrow, we focus on being a light in this world. We focus on reaching people every day rather than, um, focusing on what tomorrow has new year's resolution. How about one day at a time resolutions? That's what we should focus on this year.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that reminds me of James chapter three. And I mean, I've, I've discussed this on, 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 many lives as well, you know, God willing, um, we we're so we get so bent out of shape planning planning the year ahead that we completely ignore the fact that tomorrow is not promised and our lives are but a vapor. And if 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 we are gonna go planning ahead, as as we read in James 3, we, we should be planning um the godly way, saying if God wills it, if God wills it, if God wills it, if God's will, God wills it. I mean the the Latin saying that Dio dio valente, God willing. So if God wills, we will continue. If God wills, we will do such and such a thing. If God wills, we will be where we need to be. So, um, yeah, we often we often get sidetracked by making plans and putting things, um, you know, getting completely bent out of shape in terms of what we need to do this year and how we're going to do it and how we're going to go about doing it. and the urgency remains the same the urgency is the gospel that's that's one thing that when you wake up in the morning and you've got another day it's another day to preach the gospel it's another day to give someone else the hope that is in you it's another day that you can tell someone the good news of jesus christ and um, and and it's quite awesome to go when you when you go across TikTok and you see, uh, you know, people like Selena or Justin, whoever, who's live and they are preaching the gospel and they are encouraging people with the Word of God, this is the the most important fundamental of the Christian today. Is is the gospel still urgently pressed upon you? Because if if you've fallen into a season of complacency where something else has taken preference or something else has taken you know, uh, priority in your hearts, then this is a good time to, to reflect and say, how do I get back to the, you know, sharing the good, good news? How do I get back to preaching the gospel? How do I get back to making people see what we've, what we have already seen, what we have already found, because this is the good news. Jesus Christ came, Jesus Christ conquered death, Jesus Christ will return again. Um <clears throat> it's not average news. <laughs> There's nowhere, nowhere in the Bible does it say and this is the average news, and this is the news for the day. No, this is the good news, and this is the only good news. So that's that's and as as Mike said, with, with time, with with Tom not being on our sides, we I can't believe we've we're, we're in our hundredth episode of this podcast. It feels like just the other day, we started up and we started talking about this and that and the other thing, and here we are, 100 episodes later. I mean, we 100
0: episodes later, still not getting on time. Mike always in another place, and struggling with yeah. ADD, but we'll figure this out. I promise. <laughs> By year three, this thing will be a smooth-running operation, a well-oiled and treated machine.
1: Amen, man. Amen. Hey, it's man. all about JD.
0: JD carries this. You know, he he throws me on his shoulders. Like we were in war, firemen carrying me and, t- and carries me through the battlefield.
1: Nah, no, not, not really. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's just, that's a no-brainer. Anyone who eats pickles can leave. Just Amen. leave. So, <laughs> good
0: news for this year, 2024, is we will be kicking back off our Bible reading. We are going to be definitely going to that. We're going to be... Um, I'm definitely planning on moving this podcast towards really focusing on YouTube. So for those that do watch on uh, TikTok every week, I I really do hope that by the time this year ends, we're not even live on TikTok anymore. And that might sound crazy because that's where all the people are at. But I really would rather get the push going into one general place so we could put the focus in that one place and make everything as best as can be for that one place rather than trying to stream it in several locations um, and having everybody on board with that. Yes, yeah. You can leave. We must be still talking about
1: pickles in the pot in the comments. Yeah. They, they're still, they're still on the pickle train. Listen, that's never going to change. If you're a pickle eater, you need to repent.
0: The oh, kingdom no. of heaven
1: is at hand. Like, I think
0: I almost broke my son's ring. My son made me a ring today. Uh, <laughs> that was your holiday, JD. This is the holiday episode. Yeah. We're back from the holidays. My son got these jewelry making. It was by rings.
1: It was busy, bro. It was busy. Um, all the kids on holiday. It's been, it's been a lot of, uh, a lot of fun times with the kids. So praise God for that. Um, lots of, lots of time in the sun, lots of time in the pool. So it's, it's been, it's been a blessing. It's been a that blessing. That is right. You, your,
0: your Christmases are summer. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's such a weird
0: situation.
1: It's so hot, man. And so hot. it has been, uh, yeah, it's been cooking. We've had, we've had like Extremely hot days, and we've had some extremely wet, rainy days. So, typical South African weather in the summer it's uh, it's hot and then it's rainy and then it's hot and then it's rainy. So, it's uh, it's cool, it's cool, cool, cool.
0: Someone said, Is it summer there, JD? Yes, it is summer there. Someone said, Is it just me or we hear birds? Most likely, JD's up in the morning over there. Do you got the birds chirping?
1: Yeah. The birds are singing. The birds are singing. This is an awesome time. Like normally if I'm not on the podcast, this is where I go outside and I pray. Um, and, and I talk to God and it's, uh, I always marvel at these birds, man, because like, this is what we see. They wake up in the morning and they're giving thanks. Um, and that's the way I see it. The birds are giving thanks. They're, they're grateful to God for another day. They're singing, they're chirping. And, and we should all be more like the birds instead of waking up and being like, Oh man, Now I've got to do this again today. Um, This is another day to share the gospel. Amen. Amen. That is the bird singing, baby.
0: Let's open up. I'm going to open up the Bible because with the new year, talking about the new year, uh, of course, we got to bring some scripture and and dive into that. Um, I've never never really did this on this computer. So give me one second to get it on screen. Why is it so white? Hold on. We need to get this to be like my other one.
1: Uh, Dark mode.
0: Yeah. It's going to cause blindness. We're going to have people suing the podcast saying that their eyes are forever destroyed. <laughs> Restart the app to apply the changes. All right. So <clears throat> I wanted to open up first John and as well as always we've read first John many times but Starting the year off self-reflecting, because before we go into this year, we should always be looking at self to make sure that we have our life together and that we're doing what we need to be doing. And although you'll never have your life perfectly together. Obviously, for for reasons we understand, one place that Mm -hmm. we should be looking at is ourselves, just to make sure that we're not hypocrites. We're not sitting here telling others to do things and asking them to do things and trying to bring them this information. As we mentioned before, your actions preach the gospel every day. Like you could tell me all day long about how Jesus is great. But if I'm witnessing you living a life of disgusting sin and partaking in everything of the world, why would I ever want to sit here and listen to you and say, oh, yeah, is that what Jesus has done for you? Um, your example is, is what preaches the gospel to people. Oh, let me put that back on screen. You put it in dark mode, little three dots down here in the bottom left-hand corner.
1: That's becoming a, a Logos tutorial. <laughs> How to, to make sponsors. your logos
0: talk man. The logos, I said, send me a check, bro. I know that we we didn't create some members. People probably think I'm already making money from them. Nope, I just love them, and I and I represent, uh, you know, good uh, good uh, software. I'm going to tell people about it, uh, despite the fact that I don't represent them in any type of way. All right, First John chapter one. Let's make it bigger so you guys can read it. Just 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 for this year, focusing on this year, right? That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you so that you, you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed our fellowship is with the father and with his son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing these things to you. I'm sorry, writing these things so that our joy may be complete. And then he says, oops, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. And that's where I wanted to get to. Last year, were you walking in darkness while proclaiming to be in the light? And I think a reason why a lot of people run from this question, JD, is because we have it in our mind that like, as humans, we naturally like hold guilt from the past or something. So if I was wrong, somehow that affects me today. So we, if we ignore the fact that I was wrong in the past because we're scared of that condemnation, not realizing that getting over that today is what matters. Like, I could care less who you were yesterday. But you can't continue to walk in this darkness. It says it clearly. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie. We yeah. lie. So... Before you start your year, here's the question: Were you lying last year, and are you committed to being truthful this year and focusing on the truth?
1: Yep, and that's and that's when 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 it comes to First John, I mean, we've we've discussed this so many times off air. I've discussed this privately with so many people, and um, and when it comes to the the godly living that that John is talking about, yeah, um, again, these. When we look at the title of first John and his entire epistle, yeah, this is instruction for righteousness, instruction for godly living. Um, again, a lot of the passages seem to contradict. You look at other passages and you're like, how does this make sense? Because this is what Paul says or this is what Peter says. Again, he's when, when John says, don't, if you, if you are walking in darkness, um, you lie. And you have no, you're not practicing the truth. So again, this is this is a, when we look at 2 Timothy, what does Paul say to us in 2 Timothy chapter from, from verse 19? He says the same thing. Purge yourself. Purge yourself from all, all things that you used to be. Purge yourself from all the things that you used to hold on to and the things you used to practice and you used to do. And let anyone who names the name of Jesus Christ depart from evil things depart from iniquity depart from lawlessness so again this is not to say that you're not going to fall into sin this is not to say that you will never you will never have mishaps again we're looking at the when when reading this it's it's about the heart condition if you're convicted while reading the first first john and and you know that there are areas within your life that that you need to change this is exactly just to shed light on what Mark is saying, this is exactly where you have to look back and say, "In that area, I was not—I was not walking um, in the light, but I was walking in the darkness." So, if there's if there's something um, within your life that that you needed this year, go okay. I'm not going to hold on to that anymore. I'm not going to fall into that anymore. Then this is the this is the part where you purge purge these things from you. Purge these things from yourself and focus on what Jesus Christ has already promised. This is this is the problem with, with, with Christianity as a whole. We try and overcome these things on our own strength. This is impossible. You cannot overcome sin on your own strength. You cannot. This is why when we, we quote Philippians 4, when we say, I can do all things to Christ that gives me strength. This is what you can do through Christ. You can overcome the patterns that that bring you down that the patterns of depression and anxiety for example people that battle with anxiety tend to fall back into the same patterns of anxiety because they refuse to lean on Christ and they think I'm going to shake myself free I'm going to get these chains off you are no match for the forces of hell you are no match for the powers of darkness you have to rely on Jesus Christ. This is why Paul says to us in 2 Corinthians 12, his grace is sufficient for me. Amen. And uh that's exactly what we see here, walking in the light. Meaning you can, you are able to walk in the light, you are able to have fellowship with him, but don't cling onto the things. Don't cling onto the things that your, your former self used to cling to.
0: Amen. And and I want you to understand this isn't sinlessness. And you can tell by the way it words it. Listen what it says right here in the next verse. Yeah. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So Amen, the buddy. one walking in the light isn't sinless. No one's sitting here. And th- I think that's the problem that some people have is they'll read certain things. And think that it implies being sinless. So then you have these Christians that don't want to admit that they're sinners. So they play the whole like I'm sinless game Um, (laughs) because that's a whole different ballpark that JD and myself have touched on many times. That just demonstrates, I don't know, uh, being naive to our own sin. But the person who walks in the light isn't sinless. Jesus is the light. And if Jesus is the light, how would one walk in the light? But by walking close to him, by following in his footsteps, by going in the direction that he went, because if he's the only light of the world, John chapter one says he is the light of the world, then that's the light walking in the light is walking with him. And those that walk in him, his blood cleanses from sin. Amen. It's not that we are sinless. It's that we are sinners, but we recognize the path that we should be on and we're following in the only one that can save us. Like if a bunch of people are walking and only one has the cure, I'm going to follow the one with the cure. And Jesus is the one with the cure, so we walk in the light. And this is why I've told people there's a difference between walking in the light and stepping in a shadow and someone who walks in darkness and steps in a spotlight for a moment, right? Like, yes, Christians, we will step in shadows. We will fall off the path for a moment. We might even sit on the side of the path and take a break. But being on the path is about pursuing Christ, not being about sinless.
1: That's it. And, and that's, I mean, that's the biggest misconception. That's the I biggest.
0: That misconception. It, yeah. At J.D., I think it demonstrates this in the very next verse again to, to demonstrate that you're not sinless. Don't forget that. And I think that's yeah. why John then goes on to saying, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves mm-hmm. and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. And this is something that I can't help but constantly notice. Paul says the same thing in Romans 4. What does he say? That the one who does not work but believes in him who justifies the ungodly. He makes this time. The uh, Paul like m- takes a moment to mention That this person who believes doesn't just believe he saves, but he saves me. It's like this, because look, look, there's a difference. If I said Jesus saves the wicked and Jesus saves me, because when I say Jesus saves the wicked, it's kind of stepping out of that and being like, well, you know, he saves those that are broken like you. But that's not what we put our faith in. We don't put our faith in the God who saves the wicked and the righteous. And I'm over here with the righteous. He saved me. So it's not that I'm sinless. And this is why I love the fact that John kind of brings that in, like you walk in the light if you follow Christ. Don't get it twisted, though. You're not sinless and let anyone who says he is sinless know that he is making God a liar. So it's it's about following Christ, not because you're righteous, but because you recognize he's the only way and you Amen. don't deserve it. So there's like Amen. this beautiful humility with the uh, the pride of following Christ. You can be proud of Christ while being humble in self.
1: Amen, man. Absolutely, amen. Spot on. And and this is like I say, this is the biggest misconception in Christianity is is that. And when we say you you, you being conformed to the nature of Christ, you being conformed to be Christ like you you're and all all the passages where we see. Where, where Paul says imitate me, be imitators of me as I'm a, an imitator of Christ as, as Peter says, be like Christ who washed you from your sins. So to to for these people that preach sinless perfection that they've somehow um, attained the level of the Messiah. They don't realize by doing so that they're literally blaspheming God by consider considering themselves in one sense, equal to God, that they were able or that they are capable of walking in sinless perfection as Christ did. We're not God. We're, we're finite. We're fallible. Um, Jesus Christ wasn't finite and fallible, although he took on the flesh. This is why we go to Philippians chapter 2 and says, being equal to God, he considered it not robbery, but took on the form of a slave, took on the form of a servant this is the same way Jesus li- lays down his life at the cross. He willingly lays down his life for many. He lays down his life for those to be saved. No one forces Jesus to go to the cross. He's not forced at any point. So when it comes to these who preach sinless perfection, you'll see all sorts of heresies pop out where Jesus was, wasn't God for a moment or Jesus wasn't that for a moment. or um, And and this is the same with I find like it's in the same circles. I don't know if you've seen it as well, Mark, but like it's like the modalists um, will will do this. They'll they'll have Jesus is the Father. I'm without sin. You know, it, it's just like a pattern of of heretical statements that they make, um, and they deceive their flock. Uh, they deceive those who follow them, and and they deceive themselves, um, which just rings true to to what the text says. In, in latter times, people will depart from sound doctrine. People will depart from, you know, sound teaching. Um, they will no longer adhere to the instructions that we receive. And they will give heed to fables and and fall into pits of all sorts of crazy talk. And uh, they're not willing to listen. They're not willing to listen. And this is ultimately why I don't go on their lives and debate with them, because they're not interested in the truth. They're they're interested in 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 making their points and you to see their points and and that that's that's all it comes down to, but for those who who love the Bible and love God's word, we know that it's precept upon precept, line upon line. The Scripture will answer the Scripture. We don't get, and that's that's one of the things that I saw from that video that you reacted to. We do not get to interpret the Bible, and um, you know these. Christians versus ex Christians, um, and and I think the second question was: Do is the Bible open for interpretation? The Bible is not open for interpretation. Um, you know, we we see it through Peter says it in First Peter. We see it in Paul as well. We we see John saying the same thing as well. God's word is God's word, and and it it says what it says and it means what it means. We don't get to go. Okay, well that applies to me today because. Of whatever reason, we don't get to read. And again, this is eisegesis. We don't get to read our own thoughts into the text and manipulate the text. Amen. The text says what it says.
0: So that's why that's my challenge for the, the 83 of you that tune in and hang out with us. This New Year's is ask yourself last year if I could if 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 you were put on trial for being a Christian and you couldn't testify would the evidence of your life last year lead you to being convicted for being guilty. Did you walk in fellowship with the Lord or did you walk in darkness? And I ask you this, not because if you walked in darkness, shame on you, you heretic demon. No, guess what? Many of us probably did. Like this isn't even look at your life. And if you've done that, then you're good in your past the Because, you know, the people think, well, you believe in eternal security. So once you know you're saved, you can just do whatever you want. That's not. We're not sitting here saying, make sure you're, you know, look into the last year because are you saved or not? we don't worry about that. We trust the Lord to keep his word because we serve a God who does not lie. We just want to be great light. We want to be great representation of our King. We want our God to look at us and be proud of us. We, we want our father in heaven to say, that's my boy. That's my girl. We, we, we just want to serve him. Um, and then I, I, and I really want to keep going into chapter two because well, actually not yet. Yeah, chapter two, there it is, because I don't want you to just hear that part because you're going to make mistakes. And I love that he follows up all what he just said is saying, my little children, which remember, John's writing this at as much like, let's just be very honest. John, would it be the most, the wisest New Testament biblical author based on the fact that he lives the longest? Most of our fathers in history, our church fathers, they didn't live long. They got killed. <laughs> they got They got ended. Um. By the time Paul's writing this, every other apostle's dead. So he has grown old in the church. Think about that. You walked with Jesus, because we also know that John was a very young boy when Jesus put him under his wing. And I think that's also why John connected with him so much, because John was a young boy. He was probably like 16 years old. He was out there serving, working with his dad still. He wasn't a married man. He wasn't sent out to get married. He was with his dad. So John has went from being a boy with Christ to being in his who knows how old I'd have to do the math. So he looks at all the body of Christ like children. He's saying, my little children, I am writing these things to you so you may not sin. He knows you will, though. He says, but if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins and not for Amen. ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. So he reminds you that if you walk in darkness and he does this whole spiel about, don't say you don't have any sin. Like he, he, he knocks your pride out the window, but then he comes to those and makes sure that their depression doesn't destroy them. And their self condemnation doesn't destroy them. None of y'all are sinless. And when you do sin, you have a, you have an advocate. Think about what he's pointing to here. Like you're not worthy of heaven, but you have one who is willing to do that for you. You don't, you don't deserve heaven and you're a sinner, but you have one who takes your place. This is what's, what we see John literally summarizing between these two chapters. Yeah. The fact that we don't deserve it, but he has done it. We We are not above anybody, but he has chosen us out of this world. It's a constant reminder that we want you guys to go into this year with. Like, were you a f- terrible Christian last year? Cool. Be better this year. You have a God that forgives. Yesterday doesn't count against you. There is no condemnation, but get better. Because we want to be better, it's not about condemnation; it's about growth.
1: Yeah, and that—that's ultimately it. It's—it's it's a if in anything in life, in anything you do, if you if you've got if you're a professional football player, you you don't reach, uh, you don't just get picked for the team. And now I'm talking about American football for those that that that. They, okay, okay, okay. I what knew kind you of were football you say? Okay, American football. Uh, oh, NFL. Okay, so
0: we're we're talking about real football. Okay, I can go down with
1: this analogy. Man, man. Just get away. <laughs> Freeze up. <laughs> so so we 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 you don't get you just don't just stop training. You don't just stop training. You <laughs> know you don't just get to stop training. Just because you've been picked for the team, you still have to show up. Every single day you have to show up. You have to give give it all. You get put your head down, grind it out. It's very hard to be serious with <laughs> <as> you clowning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man, sorry. I'm a terrible friend. I'm petty. <laughs> I'm a
1: child. We are oh, man. Like, come on. Like, so we we oh, absolutely we have to we have to keep practicing. We have to keep training. Every single day you gotta show up for yeah, got to show up for practice. Um, and, and this is ultimately the, the the another misconception we have. We're not saying because any of these things have got anything to do with your salvation. Once you're saved, you are saved. This is for your your earthly walk. You you want to have peace while on earth, you want to experience that peace which surpasses all understanding which Christ gives us, then obedience must follow. This is the crux. People think, oh, okay, but I thought you were saying you were always saved. Yes, you are always saved. Once you are saved, you are saved. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit. This has got absolutely nothing to do with your eternal security, but everything to do with your walk, with your sanctification, because you're obedient. Things will follow, like we see in 1 Corinthians 3, which we have gone over multiple pod- podcasts. We've spoken about being a vessel, being used for honor, being a vessel that God can use. If you don't, if you are living in certain sins, if you are still making practice of certain things, God will not use you in the way you are hopeful to be used by God. Um <laughs> Give me his up, down, up, down. Mark's bored. Mark. Hey, yo, focus!
0: They're listening to you intently. What are you? Don't let me distract you, JD. What are you doing? Come on, man, be serious. No, we you have be a serious. serious. Thing we're
1: doing here. Oh man, I'm sorry. Is- I
0: apologize on behalf of JD. He needs to learn how to ignore me. Everyone else <laughs> in my life does.
1: I can't. I can't ignore you.
0: Can't ignore you. We're sitting here face to face (laughs) i have people in the comment section defending the fact that this soccer thing is considered a sport i i disagree
1: it Um, is it's it's the best sport in the world it's the most highest highest paid sport most watched sport so that's because you have extra money because
0: there's only one other sport like we have like 20 sports in our country because we're good at things athletic and then there's soccer across the whole world so there's tons of money to give out
1: you guys just make up games because you're bored,
0: like lacrosse. I, you you want, want to talk about made up games? Go watch cricket. I still don't know how it works. <laughs> like I, I don't know what's happening in there. Oh, they do that in Africa. You probably know all types about cricket and the bludger and the and the whatever. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, cricket is uh it's a good game.
0: No, it's I have I <laughs> don't even understand what I'm looking at when I see Cricket being played. I can't even get my head wrapped around what's even happening for real. I'm just like, who's even on offense? Is there an offense? Is there a point that what's happening? Why is the bases outside of them? Is this like baseball? I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I, I exactly. Heather, I've, I've already asked this question. Um, American football should be called handball because they kick the ball like once every hour. Um, and football is football. Because you yeah, don't, don't use your hands in
0: football, but it's so amazing that yeah. we now own that name. So let's continue in the scriptures. Uh, where does it goes? Okay. I like that part. I'm surprised JD didn't emphasize verse two because he has in the past emphasized it because he likes. I was to, getting there. I you know, was getting there, but I was distracted. Appreciation.
1: I was, I was just because it is this, this, this. Mark doing this thing. Yeah.
0: By the way, for everybody on TikTok, I don't know how well you hear J.D. I'll be very honest with you. I have my headphones sitting there right next to my phone. Next time I'll be on another computer. I'm sorry that I'm always yawning. What are you doing, J.D.? Oh, (laughs) I get what's happening. Payback. (laughs) Payback. I thought you were just because, you know, you might actually be lost over there. Um, So it reminds us in verse two, he is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And I would like to say, I would like to believe that John is aware of that and his readers are aware of that. So what is the purpose of this? It's not to remind them that Jesus died for the world. I don't, I doubt that's what's happening here, but rather if you pay attention to what's being said in the order of how it's being said and what John looks like he's presenting here, he's reminding you, you're a sinner. You're not sinless. Don't forget that. If anyone says they're sinless, they've lost their mind. We all must come to God humbly. He is the one who saves us of sin. We walk in the light. If you do sin, you have an advocate, and then boom, it says this. Why do you think so? I believe it's not about us, but about those that we interact with. Do not forget that just as you needed your sins forgiven, he's also the propitiation for your enemy. Like mm. next time you think about, thank you, Lord, for dying for my sins. Remember that the I want you to imagine the person you hate the most in this world. Like legit, Oh, I don't hate anybody, whatever the person you highly dis there. There's not a person on this planet who doesn't have at least one person that you might not hate because you don't hate. But you, you know, if there's a line right before hate, I feel like how do you not if you've lived in this world and you've had bad experiences, there's someone you struggle with forgiving or despising. But remember this Christ died for them. (laughs) He loves them just as yep. much as he loves you. So I think Amen. John is adding this right here, not because it's like, oh, yeah, don't forget in case you forgot what well, we believe that Jesus died for the world. No. Hey, don't forget. Just as you have someone that picks you up when you make mistakes, so does that person that you're pointing out and you're calling out. So think about all those TikTokers that all they do is point out sin. Okay. Thanks. You're pointing out what Jesus forgives me for, just like he forgives you for the same things. Like, what are we talking about here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and, and the, this is why I've put emphasis on the propitiation so many times, because to pay something to become the propitiation for something, it's it's everything is paid for in advance. Everything has been canceled out in advance. This is why the believer can walk in, and this is why Paul puts this emphasis in Romans chapter 8, where he says, there is absolutely nothing that can separate the believer from God, nor angels, nor demons, nor, nor things present, nor things to come, nor persecutions, nor sword, nor peril, nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God because of the finished work of Jesus Christ that always comes back um, to Jesus Christ. This is the problem. If, it's a, if, if, if your Christology is mixed up, if you don't know who Jesus Christ is, if you don't know that Jesus Christ is the eternally begotten Son of God, you've, you don't understand what begotten means. You don't understand the essence of Christ. And you don't understand the man Christ Jesus. And, and this is the biggest problem we face when sharing the gospel. Is just people, there are many different Jesuses out there. We, we've, we've covered this. Muslims have got a Jesus. The Mormons have got a Jesus. The Jehovah's Witnesses have got a Jesus. They've all got a Jesus. It's the wrong Jesus. It's a plastic, nansified Christ who does not do what the Bible says he does. So, uh, uh, having Jesus, God incarnate, Christ the Son, the Eternal Judge, this is this is the King of Kings. We're not just talking about a good prophet or a or a good teacher. We're talking about the King of kings. We're talking about the Alpha and the Omega. So Amen. Getting the wrong wrong crust, um, this is this is the, the starting point for, for failure. This might so be a the stupid question,
0: question in the comment was, this might be a stupid question, which, Nia, no, there's no stupid questions here. Um, we have some stupid questions, but they're always about pickles. But what are the commandments we have to follow since the Old Testament was paid for by Jesus Christ? And I'm guessing that you asked that because in 1 John chapter 2, if you were reading what was on screen, the very next verse uh, where we stopped at was about, If we follow his commandments, then you know that we are in Christ. And a lot of people do ask the question, what commandments are being talked about here? And instead of continuing to read, they jump out of the scripture and they go looking for an answer. In fact, I've realized this, JD. I think a lot of people, the way they read the Bible is read, come across something they're uncomfortable with. And rather than finishing to see what the author might tell me about this and helping me understand this, I'm going to go jump out to an outside source because I need to know right now what does this mean. And therefore, you don't even know what the next line is, so you can get confused. Not saying Nia did that by any means. I'm just saying I think a lot of people do that. If Mm. we keep reading, John will let you know exactly what his commandments are. Uh, At the end of chapter 3, he says, Beloved, If our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. And then he says in verse 23, and this is his commandment. So here's uh, the author of this letter filled with the Holy Spirit saying this is his commandment. After talking about keeping his commandment, he says that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he has commanded us. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God and God in him. And by this, we know that we abide, that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us. So John is saying, identify that love in you and that, and that belief in you. Paul says the same thing. What does he say? Analyze your faith. Test your faith. Make sure you truly have that faith in him, that you believe in him. And then, I obviously, do we love one another? Is that love in us? J- Jesus tells us in John 5, believe. In John 6, they say, uh, they say, you know, what is it that we must do? Here, I'm going to just go to it. I love, I feel like John 6 just really, there's so many things in here people want to pass by, but it's so powerful when it comes to just straight up what you must do to be saved. They said to him, Uh, give us this bread always not that hold on. Here we go. All that the father gives me will come to me and whoever comes to me, I will never cast out for I've come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day for this is the will of my father that everyone who looks on the son and believes in him shall have eternal life and I will raise him up on the last day. So right there, he says, just look at me and put your faith in me. Believe in me, right? Yeah. He comes a little bit down later. He says it again. I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I'm looking for the part where the Jews say to him, what must we be doing to do the works of God? Um. I think it was actually higher. Here we go. In the beginning of this section, he says something about doing the works of God, and they said to him, Verse 28, then they said to him, what must we do to be doing the works of God? All right. that's what we all should be wanting to do. I don't know about you, but I want to do the works of God. Okay, so let's see what Jesus says. Jesus answered them, this is the work of God that you believe in whom he has sent. No yeah. need to, there's no exegesis needed here, guys. Sometimes I feel like we over exegete. Like, well, it's eisegeting eventually, but like, you know what I mean? Sometimes people want to go and try and find like a hidden message. No. That one's pretty simple. Jesus, mm. what what must we be doing to do the works of God? Believe in me. Why is it believe in me? Because he does the works of God for you. He fulfills the righteous law for you. He walked yeah. to the cross for you. Well done, my good and faithful servant is for him, not you. He's the faithful servant. So he is the works of God. So you can either believe in him or try your luck doing the works of God on
1: your own. Amen. You know, what, what? It's such a good question. And and when we look at the, when we look at the Apostle Paul, he, he addresses every single one of the Ten Commandments. Paul addresses every single one of the Ten Commandments. The nine, none of the commandments, he still, he still punts and still tells us to follow. Um, and the only one he says we are no longer to adhere to or to keep is the Sabbath day. And I was actually having this conversation, conversation with, with Selena and Chris a day or two ago. and, and, when, when we see the, the moral law, the, the emphasis on, on the moral law is, is fulfilled by us keeping the first and second command. If you love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and you love your neighbor as you love yourself, every other command morally is fulfilled because someone who loves their neighbor is not going to kill their neighbor. Someone who loves their neighbor is not going to lie to their neighbor. Someone who loves their neighbor is not going to commit adultery with their neighbor's wife. So do you see how this works? Um, and, 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 and the statement that Selena made in the chat that the, the body of Christ is lacking love, that is 100% what we see. Also, we go through, when going through Matthew, we see about the, the latter times and, and the last days. And we see this more and more with people's hearts waxing cold. People getting less and less intolerant of of what is truthful, um, and hateful toward what is truthful. Um, we're called to be now as Christians. We're told that we're hateful bigots and we're not tolerant of or accepting of certain things. What do we see? Uh, what do we see with Jesus Christ? Uh, Jesus Christ addresses the, the the woman at the well. The, the Samaritan woman at the well. The Samaritan woman at the well. Sorry, and and he says to her what he doesn't say. Uh, I know you've had five five different husbands, um, and it's all good. Go get another five. We cool. Keep it real. I'm the Christ. Yeah, yeah. Have a good day. No, he says to her the same thing he does as the woman that is that is caught in adultery and brought to brought to Jesus by the Pharisees, um, and they want to stone her. What does Jesus say? Go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. Again, he's, he's not saying that they will not sin at all and that they will not fall short, but he is he's given an instruction. I've have so Jesus wasn't tolerant of, of lifestyles, Jesus didn't look at lifestyles and go, okay, that's cool. Uh you live your best life now and 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 whatever, and you can just come as you are and stay as you are. And and this is the misconception. So when it look when we look at the moral law and, and the ten commandments why are these 10 why why do these 10 fit perfectly into the 2 because the first first 6 commandments are are commands between us and God the first 4 sorry between us and God and the bottom 6 commandments are between us and our fellow man so so i am not to lie to michael i'm not to hurt or 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 abuse my brother michael this because is man. a trait of the christian so by listening what John says. We love the Lord our God with all our heart. We love our neighbor as we love ourselves. In so doing, anyone who believes that Jesus Christ is who he says he is, they will do those things. They will do those things because we have taken on what? The nature of Christ.
0: Yeah, the problem is that I, man, I swear, I think some people look at it as if when we talk about what the scriptures actually proclaim, that we're throwing away these moral laws. But we're not saying that. It's just that we're mentioned. The truth is that the the, the covenant that we're in doesn't change the law per se. It changes who we are because we can either be servants of the king or children of God. And as servants of the king, if you break one law, you get your hand chopped off. If you break one law, you're punished. But as children of God, you can make mistakes because just as if Don makes a mistake, JD's not about to disown him immediately. That's it's not that laws have changed, but rather who, who you are to the lawgiver. What's up, man?
1: Tyler, Uncle Mike. You'll always be Mike. just waking up. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> He's having a minor meltdown because he wants tea. You want tea? Yeah. But I go make you tea.
0: Yeah. yeah, go get go get your son some tea. We're gonna talk about Jesus over here. And I'm. it's just me. Oh, hey guys. Um, but no, so that's the problem. I think that because listen, I know you all get frustrated like I do when people start saying, Oh, so you believe that you can go and sin and do whatever you want. And it's always like, Well, first of all, what does that mean? Because it sounds to me that the what you're saying is the only reason a Christian is moral is because there's a law, because there's a fence, and you stay within the fence. But what I'm saying is that in Christ, there's no need for a law, because what we want is God, and what we our drive is for Him. So it's not that removing the law suddenly turns us into, I can do whatever I want and sin however I want and and live however I want. What it means is that I'm no longer under a law because I'm no longer in that category anymore. I'm a child of God. Um, I have freedom in God. But my desires and my drive is for him. That's a big thing that I always hear all the time. And it's it's one of the most frustrating things that you can ever hear because it's, it's implying that you have these drives to be sinful. And you're looking at him like, wait, what do you mean? Sin all you want. Like when someone says that to me, I legit like it. It, want, it goes across my mind. Wait, are you saying that you want to sin? Because they say, "Oh, so you could sin all you want." Yeah, you're right. I absolutely can sin all I want because all I want is zero sin. What are you saying? And I really think it's a misunderstanding of what we believe, and it really is. And I hate to say this because there's some people that I love that truly are still stuck in this kind of a mindset, but it is people that are still slaves to sin. Like, let's think about it. The scripture tells us that you're either a slave to sin or a slave to God. And it tells you that the the distinction between the two is what you offer your members up to in service, right? Well, if you're always worried about sin, always thinking about sin, always worried about making a mistake, are you not offering yourself up to sin, not in a good way, You're literally letting sin control how you operate because you're scared to do things and you're scared to do this and you're scared to do that. And therefore, you're still under the control of sin. You're still walking a tightrope. You're still giving your time, your energy, your mind to the fear of sin. But we constantly see in scripture that that fear is gone. In fact, it says in Hebrews chapter two that, um, let me just pull it up. It says in Hebrews 2 that through death, talking about Jesus, who, oh, he might destroy the one who has power of death, that is the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. What brings death? Sin does. As Romans 4 tells us, or Romans 5 tells us, that you know death was the outcome of Adam. Through one man's trespass, death entered the world. And Jesus came to conquer death because death had us enslaved. Let's just be very honest. If you don't realize that you were enslaved to death, then you must not realize how serious that is. Everything that you did before Christ was what? It's about this life that I have, this temporary life. You know, I got to get things done right away. I've got to set things up for my future. I can't be behind if I don't make the right decisions. My future is going to get here before you know it. Then my life is over. Then I die everything is about what can i do right now in this moment of time cuz this is all i got cuz here's the truth of it to someone in christ the the amount of time you got is in, in is infinite it, there's no end right so what am i in a rush for but if you're out of christ if you're an atheist this is the amount of time you have this is it this is it right there anything you decide to put in here is a major decision every moment you spend Hating on Christians is a waste of time. Any moment you spend doing something that doesn't benefit yourself is a waste of time. You have a little bit of time. Get it done. This is why instant gratification is such a huge thing. Hey, what happens when you take God out of school, tell kids that they're just random space monkeys that evolved from space dust and tell them that their consequences, there's no consequences to their actions they can get out of everything, even if you have a, a woman who's pregnant, whatever? Instant gratification becomes God. I want the drugs now. I don't care what they do in 10 years. I want the best now. I don't care about what its effects are. I want to go on vacations every week. I can care less what my savings account looks like. We live for instant gratification. And it's because what? Because we're enslaved to death. We want to live as much life as we can, as fast as we can, because we know that at any moment it's over. But you and I, who are in Christ, we have eternity. Unless you still haven't, it it still hasn't clicked. That's what makes me sad sometimes as I meet Christians where that hasn't clicked yet. They're still walking in the flesh and that's 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 it's not weird that people act like if someone walks in the flesh it means they're not saved. No, there are Christians that walk in the flesh. We see this in 1 Corinthians 3 and we see how Paul handles them. He handles them with kid gloves. Look at it right here. He says, "But I brothers could not address you as spiritual people." He's talking to brothers. He says, "But as people of the flesh, and then instantly says, as infants in Christ. There are some people that still walk in the flesh, walking in the eyes of the flesh. Think about what that means. Walking in that same skin that was a slave to sin. Walking in that same mortality that was a slave to death. Walking in that same condemnation that was enslaved to depression and anxiety. Now, a lot of Christians walk in that. They still have fear. First John says, perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and anyone who still fears has not been perfected by love. And don't let this cause more fear if you say, well, Micah, it sounds like I haven't been perfected in love yet. You're right, but guess what? Tomorrow you can be, and every day's a journey. So even if you haven't been perfected in love yet, your anxiety should still fade away because you know the one perfecting you will not fail. I agree with you on that one, Nia. Death is one that is hard to wrap your head around. And I think we all fear death. Even if we're not supposed to fear, we fear the unknown. It's not that we fear God will let us down and God won't be there. I think that we fear just we don't know how it's going to play out, what it's going to feel like, what the experience is like. So I don't think that's the kind of fear that we have to worry about, right? Um, I think that's more of I think we're using the word fear in place of just And a little bit of anxiety because anxiety is not a bad thing. It's okay to be anxious about some things. In fact, if you weren't anxious about things, then you wouldn't make smart decisions in, in, in those moments where you have to make a decision and change things up because you had that feeling like, ah, we shouldn't do that. Well, Judgment Day should not be the fear for you, Francisco. John chapter 5 says that if you believe in him, you do not come into judgment but pass from death to life. You see, when we understand that Jesus stood your place in judgment, therefore you don't stand in judgment, there is no fear of Judgment Day. Not because, uh, you know, you can do whatever you want and this, this, and that. You know how people try and flip it around. Um, It's because Christ stood in your place. It is not for you to stand, not because of anything you've done. It gives you more reason to look upon the king and say, thank you, Jesus, because he stood in my place, my rightful place that I deserved. Um, so there is no judgment day for Christians. Now, what we do have uh, is a day where we will stand before the Lord and give account, and it would be more so of a the mission that you have been on. What what have you what have you done? And rewards and whatnot. But this is not something that involves condemnation, losing salvation, or anything of the ma- of that like. So, uh, do not fear that. Is that what Paul is talking about when he said, I do the things I don't want to do in regards to sin? Yeah, so in Romans chapter 7 is what you're referencing. We see Paul talking about that battle with the flesh, right? Which ironically comes right before Romans 8. And in Romans 8, he really talks about walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit. And we see him saying that, you know, he wants to do what is right and doesn't have the power to do it that when he does sin, it is not him who's sinning, but sin that dwells in him. Because even though we have been separated from the flesh because we walk in the spirit, we still carry this flesh and this flesh still sins, all right? So yeah, that's what Paul is referencing. And that's why the way he ends it is beautiful when he says, wretched man that I am, who will save me from this body of death? Thanks be to Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, Although I serve the law of God with my mind, my flesh serves the law of sin and death. It's a beautiful passage. Welcome back, Jay Dizzle.
1: What's up, Buzzle? Buzzle?
0: should you yeah. drinking? On oh, some tea? Oh, no, right. that's the co- moment I could have said Tizzle. I'm so sorry.
1: No, I will. I will not. I will not uh, be drinking tea. I feel the same way about a tea as I do about pickles. What? Yeah. How? it's a, it's a bag. It's like what you, a leaf drained in a bag of water. Like it tastes like cardboard.
0: Well, it depends on what kind of tea you're drinking. There's such a wide variety of tea that 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 I can't you can't put that in the same category as pickles. I'm offended.
1: If you like if you've got to add sugar to the thing, do you add sugar to your tea? I add honey. And see, if you have got to add sweetener to it, then why would you drink it? Like, Everything you drink has some had the
0: sweetener in it. What are you drinking over there?
1: This is coffee, baby. Straight oh, up. Black. No coffee? Sugar. Is it black? <laughs> No, it's not black. There's a drop of milk in it, but I mean, there's no sugar. In
0: okay, it. no, but the milk sweetens it. No, but <laughs>
1: no man, no man.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, guys.
1: Yeah. So that's just Mark. Mark. Mark needs to grow up this year. Pray, pray that both of us. Pray that Mark and I grow up. In twenty twenty-four. <laughs> Pray that we we have less shenanigans. No sugar in coffee. Absolutely not. The coffee has got to be straight up. It's gotta be coffee with a dash of milk. Um, milk has sugar. Andrew, go away.
0: This is for Andrew, not you.
1: Andrew, stop it, bro. Stop. Stop. No need I lies. recently
0: heard something I forget where I was at Just a little joke moment I was listening to a TV show and he said Man I really just dis- hey, someone was like I hate Canada they call their ham bacon I saw someone talk about Canada in the comment section Oh you might not know that JD They call their ham bacon up there Why Because to them bacon is ham I don't know
1: No bacon is not ham though That's, that's Yeah not, well Doesn't make Oh wow, this 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 escalated quick. Coffee needs sugar, JD. No, it doesn't. Silly. Yes, do. It doesn't. Doesn't. Coffee is coffee. It's got a beautiful taste on its own. Sugar takes away the coffee taste.
0: Melissa, if we played, if we played charade, I'm not charades, if we played Pictionary and you drew bacon, yours would be a circle. You would draw it like that. That's what Canadians <laughs> think of when you think of bacon. You think of Taylor <laughs> Ham.
1: Yeah, this is gone. This is gone. Now we've got pumpkin spice creamer, we've got hazelnut creamer. South Africa doesn't have that kind of thing. We don't have pumpkin spice creamers and and hazelnut.
0: That's that's more of a a luxury thing though.
1: Yeah, we don't we've got coffee and sugar. That's yeah, over here
0: most people they don't even make their own coffee, they go to this place called Starbucks.
1: Yeah, we've we've recently Starbucks has recently come to South Africa. Oh, Yeah. So there was like this phase where people were freaking out. I went, I walked into a Starbucks and then I saw the price of one coffee and I was like, that's the same price as my entire tin, which gives me like 90 cups. So I'm out. <laughs> so no thanks. <laughs> so I, I can't justify spending that money for a cup of coffee. So. Yeah,
0: no, the, just us when we don't we have money to throw away, like I don't know about you, but so in America, sometimes we just wake up and we say, you know what today I just want to blow money for no reason. Um, so yeah. we go out and we just we buy the first thing we can, we play with it for five minutes, and we throw it away. Um, <laughs> or we donate it to people in Africa. <laughs> it's the truth satire welcome to welcome to the satire channel where i say something that you think is meant to be funny be, but i'm being very serious
1: yeah very there serious. we go That's, and, and jd will always laugh at at, at mark satire I think yeah. that's why the chat sometimes are confused. Like, what did I miss? Like, what what well, just no, happened? no. Once
0: we talked about coffee, they're they're now in the comment section doing what's known as the American gossip, where they all sit around. And they go, "Oh my goodness!" And the pumpkin spice with a little hazelnut. Do you use sugar? What kind of sugar do you use? I like the mocha frappe. They're just they're lost. The conversation is gone already.
1: I'm, I'm reading this chat here. Pepp- peppermint mocha coffee. Peppermints do not belong in coffee. Peppermints, what you have after coffee to get rid of the the coffee smell. You don't have peppermint in the coffee. JD,
0: You see, they're not drinking coffee for the uh, pick me up. It's a flavor thing. In fact, this is the new move. I don't know if you know this, but drinks are the new phase. This is why McDonald's actually just came out with a drink store that's coming to locations called like McCafe or something. Um, And then there's another drink place coming out like drinks is the thing. Where can you get shakes and coffee? The truth is, every single one of them are drug addicts and they don't realize it. Like, oh my goodness, yeah. I've said it before. They wake up and they're like, oh, I'm such a bad person until I get my coffee. They're basically making the excuse that the reason why I'm a bad person is because I don't have my coffee. No, the truth is that you're an addict going through withdrawal in the morning and I don't want to be talked to. I don't want to talk to anybody until I get my fix.
1: Yeah, they're addicts, man. I'm, I'm just
0: being. I'm being honest with you guys. I'm not that's judging bad. you. I love you all. Just letting you know, you're addicted to the caffeine.
1: We we love you, our addicts out there. We love you. It's uh But that that's exactly it, people. You get all these memes as well. Can't start my day until. Uh, I think
0: it's sad if you really so ready to take this serious cut co- this this funny conversation down the serious road of Christians. Hey, Christians, did you know that you could? There's probably people out there that have cr- created idols out of their coffee.
1: Hmm. Mm.
0: I'm just mm. being real with you. We live That's in a so country real. where people are literally will make videos of like their 30 minute process of making an espresso shot with their $800 worth of equipment. While we have people starving to eat food, Um, people who are addicted to their coffee to where it becomes like their life. Like I'm just throwing it out. Yeah. There.
1: Yeah. Facts. Facts. I, I didn't make like that once. He was like, so, so obsessed with his coffee, but like a machine and like different blends and, like he's like living for his coffee. I was like, man, it's just coffee. Just, just give me a cup. He's like, what, what cup would you like? And I'm like, just a cup of coffee, man. Just, <laughs> just a coffee yeah. and some milk. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good to go.
0: <laughs> a splash of milk because that's how JD gets down. How about no coffee, yeah. like real man? Yeah.
1: Now I, I can do black coffee as well. Like when we go camping, it's black coffee. It's, it's cool. And oh, uh, no, Melissa,
0: see, if we're going camping, I'll just throw the coffee, the instant coffee. Right here in a pouch of my lip and I'll dip the coffee just to give me little boosts of energy throughout the day. Dip. Oh, you guys don't have that in in Africa. I know that for a fact because when I was deployed, I found out nobody outside the country dips. So in our country, we don't think tobacco goes in our system fast enough by smoking it. So there's a large portion of citizens that jam it in their gums.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this a true statement? Yes. Oh, Is this a true statement? Probably Jehovah's
0: Witnesses because they can't even participate in birthdays or Christmas.
1: Okay. Well, well, let's let's go to this one. Let's go to All 1 right, John let's, 5.
0: Let's, we'll be real and we'll talk about important things for a second. 1, 1,
1: 1 John 5, verse 16, 17. Let's, let's
0: go there. I'm over here trying to talk about coffee and she wants us to talk about biblical things. I guess we'll...
1: yeah. It's I'll not suffice. the
0: true caffeine ministry. It's the true Christian ministry. <laughs>
1: You want to take it? Sweet tea for me. Oh, come on, Brian. Jeez, man. I've just so, you just lost me now. 16 and 17. If anyone sees his brother committing a sin not leading to death, he shall, he shall ask and God will give him life. To those who commit sins that do not lead to death, there is a sin that leads to death. I do not say that one should pray for that. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is sin that... Does not lead to death. Uh, Paul, Paul puts the same emphasis in in his epistles when he's when he's con- when he's confronting sin. I think it's in Second Corinthians. Um, I would have to double check that. But again, just speaking of of fatal sin and non-fatal sin. For example, the 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 sins uh, that we would consider fatal sins, or that Paul um, puts emphasis on fatal sins, are those that trans- transgress the ten, the moral law of God. Murder, uh, you know, murder, adultery, and and such alike, um, are the are the fatal sins spoken of here. So if someone carries on, you've you've heard the saying saying "live by the gun, die by the gun," or "live by the sword, die by the sword." Um, and generally we see this manif this manifesting or the consequences of people who go around killing people. They generally end up dying very horrible deaths, um, and ultimately that's that's what. What john is putting the emphasis on yeah so um it says what it says it's also not something that you can overthink or dig deeper into and go okay so which sins can i make a list of black sins and white sins no all sin is sin um as we see in romans 13 14 as well anything that is not a faith is sin so um again the emphasis put on here are the the sins which transgress god's moral law amen and here we have another one. I have a query. Should a Christian be ambitious to achieve certain goals in our lives? And where do we draw the line between our selfish ambitions and God's will for your life? That's a very, very good question. Um, and obviously you have to be Ambitious. Um, we're not. We're running a race, as Paul says to us in what, one Corinthians nine. We don't run like someone who's running without certainty. We don't fight like a boxer beating the air, but we run with certainty and we fight with certainty. So, having ambitions and goals is a good thing. Again, um, lining it up for for the purpose of God. If God gives you more, are you giving more? If God expands your territory, are you reaching more people with the gospel? The the core focus of the Christian is whatever we do, we do unto Christ. Whatever we do, we do for the glory of God. So all your ambitions and all your goals should be Christ-centered. Not the Joel Osteen way. Not the live your best life now. Not 2024 is going to be your year of prosperity and wealth. Sorry, my son is... um, Boy, what are you doing? Oh, that's from your side. I was about to say, what is that noise? he's, he's, He's acting like a a bit of a drama queen yeah what are you doing go and watch your story what do you need what do you need dominic everybody's waiting for you there's 116 people that you're now distracting okay go drink your tea love you what's wrong Look, so bring, bring your tablet What's that? Go get you. Could get your get your story. <clears throat> so yeah. Anyway, sorry about that. He's he's he's. If you can see the look on his face right now, he's standing here with his arms crossed. <laughs> he's very angry with me, for whatever reason. <laughs>
0: What have you done to your son? He's standing here like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy, yeah, he's he's in a bad mood. Woke up on the wrong side of wrong side of January. Goodbye, love you. <laughs> yeah. So, just as I said, uh, you know, i all all of our all of our goals, all of our ambitions need to need to line up biblically it's not about what we can gain in this life that's that's the biggest thing whatever your ambitions whatever your goals um remember all things of this world perish and pass away everything we gain or have in this world will pass away it's not something that we're going to take with us into eternity so everything we do um is for the glory of god (laughs) yeah exactly Rhonda. wrong side of jan look at look at the little head in the corner there (laughs) <laughs> he's just being ridiculous now
0: I'm, li- I'm just I'm just sitting back and enjoying the show I feel like I'm a member of the audience right now
1: <laughs> my son is just being ridiculous okay boy what what do you want what do you want
0: say hello to everybody this is the 100th episode here, we're free to do whatever we want you got it Don if you, you're, you're going to sit here
1: if you're going to sit here you're going to talk because if you're not going to talk then you're going to go back to the lounge. So say hello, everyone. Say hello to Uncle Mike at least. <laughs> <laughs> say hello to Uncle Mike. Say hello. Say hello to Uncle Mike. Say hello to Selina, Say hello. There's Arthur. Say hello, Arthur. Say hello, Mel. Say hello, Carissa. Hi. Nothing, nothing. So you're just gonna sit here and and do nothing.
0: When Give is you bringing JD to the U.S., when y'all pay for it, I'm not doing that. I mean, I'll go pick him up. I just I saw that movie Covenant. I will totally Covenant for JD. If y'all never, if y'all haven't seen the movie, then you won't understand it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, middle of next year, I'll be there. I'll be staying with Mark, but it's just. He doesn't even know that yet. He's going to have to open up his doors for me to come and live with him and his family. So it's going to be fun. I'm going to just knock on his door be like, I'm okay, I'm here, with you. baby.
0: There's nothing that he's saying that's bothering me here. I'm so sad yeah. I won't get to meet JD. We'll send him on a country tour. We'll travel yeah. the country meeting all his fans.
1: Yeah, who knows, Selena? Who knows what God what, what, what God's dates, going to
0: 120 cities, three months, JD traveling. We'll do billboards. It'll be fun. <laughs> we'll spend thousands of dollars so that JD can meet like the 87 people that come to the podcast.
1: It's going to yeah. be great. It's yeah, totally worth it. 113 stops. What, what, what?
0: Well, you know, I figured yeah. at least 20 are oh. just here for their first time and they won't be back. I usually give it about that. But hey, if all of you overturn people, then hey. What advice do you have for those young in the faith while you're young in age? You've been on a road tonight, J.D. You got anything?
1: Um, it's his birthday, just so you
0: know. Uh, no, no, we know. We sang for him.
1: But okay. hey. so he keeps
0: saying that he's. it's not his birthday. So I just need to make sure that everybody knows. Love you. She could She'll never never, come on a was hoping to see her
1: She she, she just just Runs in here and and just has to make That announcement
0: Go go to mommy and give mommy a smack smack on the bum
1: Go and smack Mommy on the bum, quickly Go smack her bum
0: We all thought we were getting a wife reveal And all she did was put her hand on his face I'm upset (laughs) And we're literally about to end the show on that Which makes it even worse
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. But it is JD's birthday.
0: We are back for the new year. It is the 100th episode where we're just back having fun today. Uh, Me and JD will be discussing some stuff for the show going forward on what we're going to be diving into. Bible studies are going to be coming back. The Discord is in full speed. Um, It's going to be a fun and amazing 2024. I don't know about you guys, but I'm extremely excited about it.
1: Yeah absolutely absolutely excited and uh, yes I would love to move to Texas that 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 would be that would be first prize but uh, again we, we're leaving it all in in, in God's hands and uh, trust where I'll be wherever I'm needed you know what I mean I'll be wherever God needs me so God willing whatever we do we do for the glory of God so yeah I, I appreciate all of you it's good to be back it's good to know that we're getting back into reading the Bible um, which is something i've been missing as well so that's that's kind of the uh the thing over over the december holidays we all get so caught up with uh family and and the time and the season that we don't get much time in the word much time to pray uh, and much time to fellowship so i'm I'm definitely down for everything that's going to happen this year god is good and we know we will go from strength to strength so god bless you all and thanks for being here again a hundred times <laughs> why is it not playing i'm coming i'm coming you're coming
0: now i don't even know where that came from that's a terrible yeah. version throw that one away three times just throw in the <laughs> trash
1: oh man dominic's calling me come all right, time. go
0: enjoy your birthday with your family um, and, and go do whatever it is you do on your birthday. Go get some biscuits, uh, some biscuits and cream or whatever it is and and, uh, and, and different weird South African uh, foods or whatever it is that y'all eat. But um, oh. what is it?
1: No, this guy. Take, come say goodbye. Come say bye, everybody. Quickly for me. Quickly. Quick wave. Quickly say bye. Quickly, bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Say Jesus loves you. Jesus loves
0: you.
1: Mwah, mwah,
0: mwah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. I'll be on TikTok for a little bit after this. Come over and hang out with me. It's been a laid-back day, laid-back weekend. Uh, we're about to get back into the swing of things. But as of now, uh, God bless, and we will see you guys soon. And as always,
1: go in peace. Peace out. Love you, brother.